Welcome to the Podglomerate. This is Status, the show about how immigration impacts people. I'm Matt Horton, and the first episode of Season 2 will land in this feed on Tuesday, January 30th. For the first three episodes of the season, I'm sharing the stories of dreamers and what DACA and the DREAM Act have meant for those people. But before we get there, I want to do something I don't usually do here on Status, and get into the weeds a little bit about what we're going to be talking about over the next few episodes. I think it's important that we all know what it is we're talking about. In August of 2001, Senators Dick Durbin of Illinois and Orrin Hatch of Utah introduced the Development, Relief, and Education for Alien Minors Act, the DREAM Act. The DREAM Act was based on an earlier bill from April of that year, but the basics were the same. Both bills were an attempt to recognize that not all people who illegally enter or remain in the United States do so of their own accord. To say it more plainly, the children of undocumented immigrants who would come to be known as dreamers should not be punished for the actions of their parents. Different versions of the DREAM Act have been introduced to both chambers of Congress over the years. There were attempts to attach the text of the bill to immigration reform bills in 2006 and 2007. Senator Durbin attempted to attach it by amendment to the 2008 Department of Defense Authorization Bill. But the most prominent instances of the DREAM Act's history were its original 2001 incarnation, the 2009, 2010, and 2011 bills, and the 2017 bill. Each of these bills lays out criteria that a person has to meet to qualify to obtain what's called conditional resident status. With a conditional status, a beneficiary can work and live in the United States without fear of deportation, as well as work toward permanent resident status. The bills also each lay out criteria a person must fulfill to move from conditional resident status to permanent resident status. In broad strokes, the criteria for conditional resident status are typically that the person must have entered the U.S. either before the age of 16 or 18, depending on the iteration of the bill, that they have proof of residence in the United States for anywhere from four to five consecutive years since the date of their arrival, that they graduated from a U.S. high school or obtained a GED, and that they are of good moral character. Some versions of the bill require men to register with a selective service, and others require beneficiaries to be of a certain age when applying. Another thing that all of these bills have in common is that so far, none of them have passed. I'm recording this in December 2017, and so far, we've yet to see the 2017 bill make it to the floor. But all of the previous iterations have either died before seeing a vote or simply been defeated. There was a string of rather demoralizing defeats for the bill's supporters at the beginning of President Obama's administration. He and the rest of the bill's supporters continued to push it forward in 2009, 2010, and 2011. After the failure in 2011, it would seem that the Obama administration abandoned passing the DREAM Act as legislation. In its stead, President Obama announced on June 15, 2012, that his administration would stop deporting DREAMers. Two months later, USCIS, the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services, began accepting applications through the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, which you probably know better as DACA. DACA provided protection from deportation and a work permit for qualified immigrants. Work permits were provided for two years, and a renewal process was made available. 
Of course, the Trump administration ended DACA as we knew it on September 5th, 2017, but added what it called a six-month delay. Anyone whose work permits expired on or before March 5th, 2018 could put a renewal application in. However, the last renewal application was accepted on October 5th, 2017. With some wiggle room due to a postal service error that meant 4,000 applications were stuck in mail limbo for two weeks and arrived late. On March 6th, 2018, all DACA recipients whose work permits have expired will become eligible for deportation. On January 10th, 2018, a federal judge ordered the Trump administration to start accepting renewal applications again. That means that 11,000 DACA recipients whose permits have expired since September can apply for renewal. However, the Trump administration's only guidance for when the mechanism for receiving renewal applications should be implemented was in a reasonable amount of time. DACA's become a hot topic since we started 2018. It's the thing keeping Congress from passing a regular budget bill. The government shut down, and it came back, and dreamers' lives are still a bargaining chip. These are people who have grown up in the United States. For many of them, the United States is the only country that they've known as home. Deportation would send many dreamers back to countries they've never known. Not only that, but now that we live in a world where DACA has existed, many of these people started building their future here in the United States. Those futures, and the futures of all dreamers, are now more in question than they've been in over five years. So for the next three episodes, I'm talking to recipients of DACA. These are young people who, for one reason or another, found themselves needing the protection DACA provided. You'll meet the first of them on Tuesday.